The Max Level Podcast for June 15th, 2020 is made possible by Level Down Games. Check us out over at leveldowngames.com for the latest reviews and brand new episodes of Max Level, a video game podcast every Monday, BG Mania, a video game music podcast every Wednesday, Hit Our Music, a professional wrestling podcast every Thursday, and The Media Files. On with the show. I've decided I'm not getting the PlayStation 5. I'm not getting the Xbox Series X. <laughs> I'm actually getting rid of my PC because I'm a KFC gamer now. A KFC console guy? I'm the KFC console guy, man, because I want to know. Why do know. you need to change your Twitter right now to the KFC console guy? I'm the KFC console guy, bud. You need listen. to get in before somebody else does. Listen, my PC doesn't cook chicken while I play games. <laughs> <laughs> Just the, the PlayStation 5 isn't going to cook chicken while I play games. It's not going to warm my balls. It's not going to warm my chicken. So KFC saying November 12th of 2020 for the KFC console. I wonder if, if that's a specific date for some reason. I don't I know. I was wondering the same thing, too. There's got to be some significance behind. I, I You would think. Maybe not. But what you day of the think. week is that? That's a Thursday. Hmm. And the PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, we're assuming those are going to release on a Friday. Um, if history is anything to go by, Sony and Microsoft generally release their consoles on Fridays. So people have been speculating that, you know, one of them will come out on Friday the 13th, November 13th. And then one will either come out on the 6th or the 20th, probably the 6th. We're probably looking at the 6th and the 13th as our two release dates just to give some separation, because if it comes out on the 20th, you're one week away from Black Friday. Well, I was going to say, <laughs> let's let's hope they don't get crazy with the Black Friday. The 20th was going to be more likely, in my opinion, like getting it right you up there so? for Black Friday. I don't know. Maybe not. It's possible. They might get cute with it. And who knows? Yeah, they might get cute with it. He says. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like my consoles being kinda, cute. Kinda, I want a very kind of like a KFC console. I want a very serious console. For a KFC gamer guy like me, like you, you deserve the very best. I read about it and I just watched the video, uh, the video of it. And yeah, is this real? What is going on? I, I I don't know, and I think that's something that everybody's still trying to I don't know piece together, figure out what the joke is behind this. If it's it not real, it doesn't make any like, sense. Yeah, like like I'm excited to see what this or is. I personally it? believe that it'll probably be something that's done sort of just like a, as a marketing thing, probably inside KFC stores. Maybe they'll put your I don't know, chicken, like a bucket of chicken, maybe it'll come in the KFC console. Maybe it'll be like a like a Taco Bell box. The question is, are you getting the digital version of the KFC gaming or the disc version? Ooh. I I'm going no, for the crispy see, version. I was going to say it's actually crispy and non-crispy yeah. is the way it is. Yeah, <laughs> crispy. <laughs> with the spicy crispy version of the console so the other thing too is remember that kfc over the over the course of the past year year and a half has been really memey like they've they've really gotten into this meme marketing style and have and have like followed through on a lot of their stuff they had chicken themed crocs they had they did do that yeah yeah colonel sanders super crispy dating simulator whatever that was called right sean's game of the year yeah and then they had a a ten thousand dollar internet escape pod that they that they manufactured and they sold those 
And like, yes, they're memes. Yes, they're jokes. But they also are real. You know what I yeah, mean? They're actually, so, they're, 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 yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, this isn't probably going to play games, but it's probably still real. It's going to be something. But what if it does play games? What I mean, if they have 4K, right? Uh, are you thinking like smaller titles? <laughs> okay, now now here's my idea. And I don't know. Obviously, this is probably what if it completely just plays wrong. Colonel Sanders Dating Simulator. Not just that. What if that's In on 4K. it? But they have a team of developers working on 10 to 20 different KFC themed games. What if who? Okay, so Frank has always wanted us to get a partner like a sponsorship by Yum Brands. And KFC <laughs> is owned by Yum Brands. Okay. Of course, Frank. I don't think I don't think Burger King is owned by Yum Brands. But what mm. if KFC can somehow buy the rights to those Xbox 360 Burger King games? And that's what we're getting sequels to on the KFC console. So we're You've not we're that. not getting like we're not getting oh, like Sneak King. Wow. We're we're getting like uh, going sneak down some chicken. rabbit holes. We're like getting like sneak King. chicken. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and yeah. there was uh there was big bumping. Maybe we'll get uh shit. I don't know. I don't know. I can't big think of biscuits? jokes. Big biscuits. Yeah. Bis- yeah, biscuits and gravy. I have no idea. Ooh. And what was the biscuits what was and the gravy. third? What was the third uh, Xbox game? Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember because why would I? But I'm just I I really kind of actually want this to be real. This is going to be the year that I end up actually buying like four different consoles. I'm going to get a Game Gear Micro, a PlayStation <laughs> 5, the KFC console, and uh, I don't know what else is coming out this year. Xbox Series X, man. I'm not buying that. <laughs> I don't think I don't think my uh, entertainment I don't think my living room has enough room for both an Xbox Series X and a PlayStation 5. So. Get, then you're just going to be holding out hope for something new from Nintendo. Oh yeah, maybe we get a Switch Pro this year or something. Yeah. Pocket Bike Racer was the third game, by the way. I had to look it up. That's Pocket a Burger King Bike Racer. Game? That was a Burger King game. Yep. Oh, bloody hell. Those were the three know. ones. Pocket Bike Racer, Big Bumpin', and Sneak King. I owned all three. Um, None of them were good. Well, so. of course they weren't. Was Kids <laughs> yeah, Dating Simulator good? Well, I, I don't. I didn't play it. Well, why would you? Did anybody? Did Sean? Uh, Sean downloaded it. I think. <laughs> I don't think he played it though. <laughs> oh man. Unfortunate. Unfortunate. But if you didn't know, this is max level. This is not Kentucky Fried Chicken. Even though we uh, might be transitioning into a uh, KFC console only podcast after November twelfth, we might just be talking KFC games moving forward. Who knows? But for now, Max Level is a weekly video game podcast brought to you by Lebanon. Games. For those just joining us, welcome home. Max Levels of Breakfast Power between this week, three friends wrapped up in an all-purpose gaming show. On today's episode, we're still coming down from the high that was the PlayStation 5 reveal event. We have a lot to talk about here. From there, Star Wars Squadrons leaked thanks to the Microsoft Store, so EA is releasing the trailer in honestly just a few short hours. We quickly dive into the leak and discuss our hopes for what this game could end up being. I'm your host, Brian, and joining us this week, we have Kyle. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, Daniel. Yes, Dan is also here. Yes, what is going on, everybody? Sounding a little bit crisper. Yeah, yeah, we're finally getting uh, the good software. Yeah, you've uh, upgraded and no Sean, so there will be no random sound bites. No- nobody's sitting in the sound studio this morning. That's unfortunate. It's empty. Yeah, just just Avenger back there, maybe. He might be sleeping back there because he did say that he uh, had a rough night's sleep last night, so he might be sleeping in the sound booth. Who knows? Probably. <laughs> 
<laughs> Don't forget to head on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever listening to us and leave that five-star rating and a review so we continue to climb those charts in terms of search results. All jokes aside about the KFC console, even though I don't think that's a joke and I and I do think that will amount to something, uh, I, I want to spend a good chunk of the episode today talking about the PlayStation 5. As we've kind of already alluded to, uh, this past Thursday, we had the reveal event from Sony finally. All of us were on there. Myself, Dan, Kyle, Sean. Go check out our reaction videos if you missed them. But it was a really impressive show. And we finally have some questions answered. There are still a lot of unknowns. And I I did make a list for later on that we can kind of go through, uh, depending, you know, just depending on what we end up talking about or what we don't. But first and foremost, what did you guys think? Because we didn't really go in depth during our reaction videos. So we've had a couple days to kind of process now the reveal of the PlayStation 5, what it looks like, what it's kind of capable of in terms of graphic performance and and how it might play. We still didn't get to see the UI of the system. That was something I was kind of looking forward to. And they kept kind of teasing us that we would. And then we didn't. But I, I am glad that we saw the system. They stuck with that two tone coloring that we saw on the DualSense controller, the white and black. I think that looks sweet. And I stand by what I said a couple weeks ago go as well, I think that that really opens up the door to some really cool limited edition versions of this console. We're going to get Did you already some... see the internet mock-up of the all-black one? It looks cool. Yes. It oh, looks, looks great. sick. Yeah, it looks great. And I was mentioned the other day, I almost, I was at GameStop the other day, which, by the way, still exists. And Yeah, they're still holding on. Yeah, they're still holding by a, on. By a fucking thread, but they're still holding on. Yep. They're Funko Pops everywhere. I... I Dan almost Co bought another. Pops. He's buying out the company. There was a whole wall of Destiny 2 ones that nobody wanted. <laughs> Damn it, man. Dan just buy wasn't them now, there to buy them. Flip them in he a few just years. wasn't there to buy them. 30 or 40 MLB The Show ones. <laughs> it was amazing. I actually was looking for some Golden Knight ones. I wanted a Mark Andre Fleury one, but they, all they had was Chance, the uh, the mascot. Anyways, oh, I almost nice. bought a uh, DualShock 4 that was the berry blue, which is that kind of like light blue with the pink highlights. It's like the, the, the you know, those kind of mauve highlights a little bit. It's such a cool color combo. And I was like, man, I would totally buy a PS5 in that in that color scheme. I, that was I released think, in the last combo of colors, right? Yeah, they're really the cool looking controllers. Too. Yeah, yeah. Yep, mm-hmm. yep, yep, yep. I like them a lot. And I, I think that this really opens up the door to getting some cool limited edition consoles and color combos in both the controllers and the console. I th- Now, the console is huge. Massive. Huge is an understatement. Supposedly, uh, nothing has been confirmed, we should obviously say. Nothing has been 100% confirmed because we haven't actually seen this in person. And to my knowledge, not too many people have. But based on the, like, the dimensions, smarter people than us on the internet were able to determine Determine like which uh, consoles are going to be the bigger ones and like comparing them to previous generations. And the PS5 is massively bigger than both the PS4 and the PS4 Pro, but it's also massively bigger than the Xbox Series X. This thing is huge. And who would have thought it'd be bigger than the Xbox One Series X? You know, we were kind of making fun of, you know, you had the refrigerator memes and all that stuff. Who would have thought PS5 would have came out with a bigger or taller uh, console? Yeah, than I guess that? taller is probably the right, right. word because. Because the Xbox Series X is wider. Yes. Right. Yeah. 
The Xbox Series X is wider. I, I love the design. I, I think it looks really cool. Uh, the little blue light. I love my favorite color is blue. So a little blue light down the middle. Uh, I'm excited for it. But yeah, I'm sitting here looking at my uh, entertainment stand right now. And I'm like, where the hell am I going to put something that tall? Because I, I honestly think it looks better standing up than laying down. And I, I think so too. I try to lay I my agree. consoles and I, down. And I normally think that the consoles look better laying flat. Same. But this and one they, looks they better avoided, standing up. They avoided showing it laying down in the trailer which there right. is a split there's a However, split second there, where it is there, I was going to say there is a split second where it is and the disc drive is on the bottom yeah look it can all right now it's back up again you know and and it's it's very curvy, which makes me wonder how like the stability is going to be there. But also, you can't stack anything on top of it, which is going to be mildly frustrating. So I can't imagine that this is going to be a universally loved design. Oh no, there's I already think, I, I think the there's already people complaining about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> people are already, already it. comparing it to like a router from. Uh, yeah, from, you know, I, I've seen people saying it looks like a router. Uh, a lot of different designs out there so yeah so we've got the we've got the xbox series x which is a fridge this is a router and the switch is the toaster right yes that's the one i saw as well yeah 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 that's okay though but it was it was a really good event yeah Yeah, we didn't see the ui but i think i honestly think the ui is going to really resemble the ps4 ui like there was even a, a moment during that event where i thought they were transitioning to like show us the ui because it looked almost identical to like the playstation 4 load up scene yeah, yeah so they're like you know, it says through. push the ps button on the controller yeah, or something and like, like that the right? little uh cubes or particles yeah. floating around in the background yeah i thought that they were kicking to the the menu there but they didn't and i'm sure we'll yeah. see that I, I think there were rumors that um there would be a event sometime in august another state of play so we'll probably see it there hopefully we get the price too definitely want to start i guess there was a uh leaked um it was uh u.s uh currency but it was like pacific asia or something like that oh, on, on amazon play asia. Yeah, yeah okay play asia. asia that was it yeah 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 and it was going i think it was 699 dollars yeah i think that i think that was placeholder though yes, I, I do think that was ended up, being, ended up being determined to be placeholder uh nobody's sure right now i i think the most common guesses are anywhere between 499 and 599 and i think that makes the most sense i do as well are we sh- i want to get your guys's thoughts on the digital and the disc versions you know or were we shocked that they were coming out with two different uh skews now i thought maybe they would do two different skews with uh hard drive space and maybe they will without having a disk drive maybe it'll create room and maybe i don't know they can put two hard drives in or something i don't know i think that they i mean obviously those two systems are going to be identical in terms of of performance and you know tech, technical specs i th- i think we'll probably probably see a 50 dollar price point between the two maybe a maybe a 449 and a 499 or a 499 and a 549 something like that somewhere around there is what we're going to see you know, I personally, I still think it's worth it to get the disc version because then you have the option of getting a physical, you know, version of a game, a disc of a game. You have the option of loaning games to friends very easily, just handing it to them, right? And and getting games loaned to you, getting used games at GameStop or off of Amazon. I think that in the long run, shelling out the little extra cash for the disc version still makes the most sense. 
Yeah, it's the one I'm getting for sure. So. You're also not limited to just what's on sale on the PSN store, you know? So if if a game's on sale, you know, uh, physically, but it's not on sale, you know, digitally or something, you, you're, you're, you're kind of limiting all yourself. all the time. Exactly. It happens all the time. Exactly. Black Friday. And I, and I thought that was like the biggest, you know, wasn't that uh, something that people had talked about? You know, we're going to get digital. It's supposed to be cheaper because, you know, you're not paying for the packaging and all that stuff, shipping of stuff. Like, right. we still really don't see uh, a cheaper digital games. One of the holdups right now with most people moving to all digital is the fact that digital games rarely go on sale. Exactly. And physical copies do. Generally a two to three months after they come out stores are marking the prices down. You Look don't at have you, that Nintendo. On, the, on the PSN Except shop. Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. I was just about to say. Yeah. Not Nintendo. N- Nintendo's the worst offender of all. Their games like 10 years ago are still $60. Well, just on the flip side of that, I mean, I did sell a few Switch games on eBay and I was able to get like pretty much most of my money that I spent on them for Odyssey. Oh, selling, and- selling used games on Amazon or eBay. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. If you buy a $60 game and finish it within a month, you can generally get 40 or 50 bucks back for exactly. that game if you sell it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't lose much. It is no. basically just like an, an extended rental. Now, I think more so than the actual console of the PlayStation 5, this was really geared towards showing us what we can expect within the first year of the PlayStation year 5 release. Year and in half, terms of I would games. say, yes. 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 We did have a game or two that were uh, marketed for 2022. There was one or two that I, I remember seeing that date with. I do, because I remember complaining Pragmata about it. Pragmata was the only one that jumps out right. for sure was 2022. But I, I can't imagine being disappointed by this, by this event. There were so many games. I don't know what else people wanted in terms of reveals. We saw, I, it felt like 20 or 25 different games over the course of the entire reveal. Some of them, you know, could have used a little work, you know, but not all of them, not all not all of them can be masterpieces like Bug Snacks, right? But Bug Snacks was definitely a highlight of the event. Oh, geez. I mean, I mean, it, okay, so so, I mean, just out of, out of, disclaimer, I am excited to play Bug Snacks. It's getting a lot of hate online because it looks exactly like a PlayStation 2 game, but I still think it looks fun what are you gonna do i don't think graphics should really like be looked at because it's i, I don't know I don't yeah know. i'm no i'm with you on that obviously you know we've talked about that a hundred times but but there were so many games that kind of popped up over the course of this event and games that we kind of were expecting to see a lot of games that we weren't expecting to see some games that have kind of like disappeared and then now they're back and we're like oh my goodness you know i f- forgot this game even existed we haven't heard about it for four years right and so having that kind of mix of indie games and triple a games i thought it made for a really really fantastic event bravo sony yeah yeah i thought it was really strong i had a lot of fun watching this event i know they were getting a little slack for the spider-man you know is it a new game is it this you know i know some people were kind of complaining about that well, they they started off with Spider Man, and I yeah. thought that right. was a great move. Well, no, 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 no. There. They started off with Grand Theft Auto Five. True, yeah, they started yeah. off with Grand Theft Auto Five, which was a fucking dumbass which was a move, piss poor move. <laughs> but I luckily missed it because I was fucking trying to fix our stream, so I, I keep forgetting that they started with Grand Theft Auto Five. <laughs> and did you notice Grand Theft Auto Five is not even coming to the PS Five till the second half of 2021? So weird. Oh, which means GTA oh, Six man. is um, GTA Six is still years away. But Marvel Spider-Man was 
the second thing that they showed. And it was it was it looked really good. But now we know that it's like a standalone title, kind of like Uncharted The Lost Legacy. And that is a OK in my book. The Lost Legacy was like 10 to 12 hours. And if they give us an eight to 10 or eight to 12 hour additional Spider-Man thing before Spider-Man 2 comes out, because this is not the direct sequel. I'm fine with just a little bit more, especially because I think The Lost Legacy only retailed for $40. So I have to assume the same will be the case for this now. Now now that we know it's standalone. Right. And this this will I mean, like you said, this kind of seems to be a spinoff, not really a sequel to Spider-Man, but picking up some of those storyline threads that were left hanging at the end of Marvel Spider-Man. And Miles Morales is so big right now in terms of what's been going on in terms of cinema and comic books. This is the perfect, perfect way to transition out of Marvel Spider-Man and into a new game. Like you said, if it's eight to ten hours, that is that's more than enough to tide me over. I am I will be so happy for that. And it's coming out this holiday. Yeah, that's that's definitely a huge for, you know, to get something like that to be able to drop holiday of this that, year. That, that is definitely going to sell mm-hmm. or entice some people to uh, potentially pick up a PS5 that maybe weren't going to. Uh, I, I can't assume that this will also come out on PS4, so I, I'm, I'm probably willing to bet that Sony's going to use this to try to sell some consoles this holiday Yeah, season. I think it's a no-brainer, honestly. Yeah, and and why wouldn't you? Out of the games that were shown, what were what were kind of your guys' top three that you were, like, really blown away by and, and you're really looking forward to now? Uh, it was kind of how about the curveball that was thrown to us village or resident evil resident 8. evil 8 yeah like holy smokes you know you can go back and watch coming. dude watch that reaction video on youtube and all of us our mind gets blown when that we were when all that played, reveal man. happens they we were all got played us. and we should have we should have like picked up on it after a little while because like going back and re-watching that it's totally resident evil like it's so it's not obvious but after you know it it almost is <laughs> it's it, it feels very gothic and Resident dark Evil compared to, Yeah, it does. It has a lot of that vibe to it. I don't know. It, it looks amazing, though. Yeah, and that's set to come out next year as well, 2021. So that'll be exciting to play through. What else would you like, Dan? Yeah, two Man, more games, Dan. I know. Coming up with top three. Um, a Gran Turismo. I'm, I'm, uh, I am excited Ooh, for that. We need to talk about Gran Turismo 7 for a minute. That Do we? looked go- mm-hmm. Yes, that I looked yeah. gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> Gran Turismo 7 looked gorgeous and I know racing games always look gorgeous but the, the environments of this one man they were so fleshed out and I really liked the fact that they're bringing back the story mode for GT7 yeah because we I, saw a little bit of it with uh, you know the the zoom out to the map or whatever after we saw the trailer yeah it uh, it looked like you said racing games look so good and, and it looked and it was nice that we actually got some gameplay you know kind of the knocking on the Xbox when we got to see some dirt uh, gameplay on that or not gameplay you know it was all cinematic so it was nice that we finally got to see some racing and the Gran Turismo series has has always been you know uh, one that I've kind of looked forward to I've had um, I know I'm trying to think they got some slack for the last one was it the last one Gran Turismo Sport because it wasn't an actual Gran Turismo game I mean it, it was 
but it wasn't at the same time. So this is something nice to show off and, you know, maybe, you know, get some people back that were kind of upset with that. So Restore I, yeah. the good faith yes, in the exactly. GT name. Exactly. So, and I'm a big Forza guy and Forza's an Xbox exclusive, so it's nice, you know, Gran Turismo. And I can't remember, did they give us a release date on that? They did not. No okay. year, no window, nothing. Okay. So, yeah. So. A lot of these games didn't have anything attached to them, unfortunately. Yeah. So that's definitely one that I'm looking forward to. I mean, I'm trying, I'm, I, I want to pick something that isn't like the obvious, right? Because there's a say, few is, obvious is it, ones. Is it Godfall? Is that number three? No, <laughs> NBA like, 2K21, Zion Williamson. NBA 2K21. <laughs> uh, no. Um, what else hmm. had guns? What was, the, oh, uh, Pragmata was the one that looked like the Division in Destiny. Was that number three? That was the one no. that's 2022. Yeah, and that's maybe why I got turned off from it because it's so far away. Um, I, uh, uh, the Sackboy Big Adventure that actually okay. uh looks really cool. I like that choice. Sackboy a Big Adventure uh looks so fucking charming. It's basically the Mario game that we've always wanted for PlayStation. Yeah, and the cool thing will be that's something that like me and my wife can sit down and actually play together. Yeah, because uh, Jessica and I like already talked about playing what? it together. Four people. For people that haven't seen it, it is in the Little Big Planet universe. Sackboy being the main character of Little Big Planet, and it does look like a 3D Mario game. I think it looks fantastic. Yeah, it looks just you know like in the style of all the uh, probably most similar to Super Mario 3D World. Maybe that's what I. Mm. That's mm-hmm. what it looked like to me too. My kid who loves Little Big Planet, I actually showed him the trailer, and that's how I explained it to him. I was like, it's kind of like Mario 3D World. But with the little big well, because they, they put the emphasis was... on the four players, and that's right. something you could do with 3D World. I mean, I know I know you can in like the new Super Mario games as well, but this one had more than just side scrolling. So I'm and assuming will we it be was... able to create our own levels, like kind of like um, the you know actually, Mario Maker. For I actually I don't so. think so. Oh, I gosh, don't I think so. so. I think this is going to be more of a refined type of experience. It's not being developed by Media Molecule. It's being developed by Sumo Digital. Uh, so so I do think that this. This is definitely just something that exists in the Little Big Planet universe, but is not a Little Big Planet game. So that is that is my assumption. They specifically steered away from calling it Little Big Planet at all. So Correct. I think you're yeah, probably right there. I think for me, top three for me. What about you, Kyle? Uh, yeah, I was going to say top three. Definitely Spider-Man. Uh, I, that was one that I really wanted to see. I'm really glad we're getting a follow-up to that because I loved Marvel Spider-Man. That one's number one for me. Uh, the next two were games that I don't think anybody else really picked up on, but one of them was Little Devil Inside. No, dude. Little Devil Inside looks great. Little Devil Inside looks like so much fun. It's kind of this weird, dark and gritty, but also charming and lighthearted adventure game where you play this this guy who has a sword and he's hunting monsters. I don't know. There's an old guy in a bathtub and he's on the toilet. Yeah. Who knows Who knows what's really happening? This this game was a Kickstarter game about five years ago. Yeah, it and, got funded. And it got funded and then after about a year or so year to two of development, it kind of disappeared and everybody kind of thought they were scammed out of it. And now it appears and it appears and, and people are saying it looks different. The graphic style has changed a little bit. The gameplay game has changed a little bit. This game was supposed to come bit. out in middle of 2016. Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> and, so, and so it's had kind of this, this storied cycle of development, but I think it's all the better for it, and I think getting a spotlight in this PlayStation event was huge for it, and it's going to be a really big pickup. I'm, I'm actually really excited for that game. The last one that I want to mention, and nobody else is talking about it, 
is was Destruction All Stars. Is that what it was called? Destruction All Stars is exactly I what it was called. Right. Yeah. Yes, yes. Destruction All Stars was a big highlight for me. I'm a huge Rocket League fan, and this kind of seemed like a Destruction Derby version of Rocket League, but also the drivers are involved. And if you blow somebody up, the driver gets out of the car and they can and is running around. People's cars. <laughs> yeah, and try to get off the course yeah. before you get killed. Yeah, very crazy metal as we were talking about during yes. the reaction. Yeah. yeah. And and you can kind of put these weapons on your car like Twisted Metal, but also very kind of high speed racing and, and movement of the cars too. I thought this looked incredibly fun. Everything about this game turned me on to it and, and the trailer was so well cut and just chaotic and energetic that I can't I really can't wait to get my hands on this game. This one looks like a blast. I like destruction derby style games. Like I I really like Wreckfest. I really liked uh man, there there used to be a demolition derby IP or franchise of games that used to release on the PlayStation back in the day. There was one on the Sega Dreamcast as well. But I like those style of games. And when this trailer first started, I thought that it was something similar to a Rocket League or something. Cause you know, they have a crowd there and I heard the cheering and I even made a comment like, oh Dan, I hear a crowd. Like I was trying to be all stupid. But I thought this was gonna be like a sports type type of game. But it's not. It's literally just destruction and car combat. And that is something I can absolutely get behind. It's interesting that this is going to be exclusive to PS5. It is published by Sony. I'm curious if they decide to put this out on PC as well, because I do think it would do better on PC, but it will do fine on PS5 as well. Yeah, it's a game that I do think would run really, really well on PC. I I hope this is a game that finds a community behind it, too. Me, too. Well, yeah, because I think some people were probably hoping for that Twisted Metal, you know, announcement or something, maybe. So it's it's nice that we got this and it, it actually looks great. You know, it's something that doesn't look like it's going to disappoint. That's actually going to have a lot of great gameplay and just craziness to it. Surprised you left out uh, Oddworld Soulstorm from your top three. OK, so I've got a have got a lot of mixed feelings about Oddworld Soulstorm. Really, really really excited about it because I love the Oddworld games, Uh, but but there's, I don't know. I need to see more of that game. They showed a very strange kind of mashup. I thought the trailer was cut funny. I'm still very excited for that game. You know, I love Oddworld. So, but those it are my top three. I think. It looks like it's going back to the side scrolling style, which, which will is a hopefully be nice because yeah. those games have always been great. Yeah. <laughs> Abe's Odyssey and Abe's ones. Exodus are side scrolling ones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Those two games was, are just brilliant. Uh, it was, sh- I guess some people got to play it at E3 last year. Yeah, it's been floating around for a little while now. Yeah, Soulstorm Soulstorm has kind of had, it's another one of those games that has had like a kind of off and on development cycle with a lot of weird twists and turns and how it's been going, but glad to see that it's kind of set in stone now, so. Yeah. Uh, For me, top three, uh, sitting at the top, has got to be Demon's Souls. Uh, So happy that Bluepoint Games and Japan Studio are remaking this game. Everyone kind of assumed this was what uh, Bluepoint was working on, but there were some people that thought they might be remaking the original Metal Gear Solid as well. So I'm glad it's this. It needed to be this because Demon's Souls didn't do well the first time around on the PlayStation 3. So I do think this game needs a remake and it needs to be kind of more in the conversation because it's such a great game and a lot of people haven't played it. <laughs> So hopefully this brings more eyes to it and and everyone will get to really see uh, just just how great from is, man, and and has always been from the start. Like this is where it all began, man. This is where the souls formula began. And it's super exciting that we'll get to play through it again. No date on that one either. Um, Horizon 2 Forbidden West is definitely up there for me. 
could yeah. technically maybe be number one over Demon Souls. Yeah, and depending and this on is what day you talk to me, I kind of <laughs> left off my list intentionally because I knew that you would have it on yours. But oh, yeah, absolutely, how could you not be excited for this? Holy smokes! Yeah, my I'm excited you know, for it. I've never played the first one. My, play, play the, the first, first one. one damn it. Play the first one. I'm going one. to. I'm going play to. the first one. Like now, you need to stop doing this podcast and boot up your Twitch. Okay. And, All right, guys. All right. Yeah. Thanks for tuning into another right episode. Now. Of <laughs> Kyle, <laughs> Kyle and I will drop into your stream after we're done recording this, and we'll watch you play Horizon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll be like one percent into it by the time we're done. So yeah, <laughs> you may even not that. have even hit the you'll title the screen yet. Honestly, I was gonna say you'll be in or out of the introductory area. That's such a great game. But this one looks gorgeous, man. And Aloy is moving west. She's moving to like a far futuristic. You can't really say far futuristic, but it is at the same time, which is so funny because this game does take place in the future. So it is the far future, but everything is in ruins. But it's America and it's going to be really exciting getting to explore sites and locales and things that we are familiar with. Uh, Like we saw the Golden Gate Bridge and that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And. And then underwater, she sees a, a placard that looks like it's from a casino. And I, I yeah, kind of brought up in the like reaction, I said, oh, I wonder if this is uh, Vegas. I'm going to go find my house. <laughs> that game's <laughs> going to be so much fun, man. I, I can't wait. I really, really, truly believe that game is a February or March release next year. I think that's going to be like their big spring title. I don't want to be wrong about that. I honestly, for a while, thought it was going to launch with the PS5. But if they're launching with like Spider-Man and that kind of stuff, then they could hold this off till the spring. Correct. You don't want to rush it, you know, this because this is going to be a big statement game for, you know, early in the life cycle. So you don't want to drop the ball, especially with a sequel that everybody's looking for. Absolutely. And and something that Gorilla is clearly turning into a franchise. So, yeah, they definitely don't want to rush it or screw things up. Uh, number three for me is is one that a lot of people, Kyle, like you said, kind of about Destruction All-Stars. Not too many people are talking about this. And if they are, I'm not seeing it. Uh, Kenna, Bridge of Spirits is my number three. Man, oh man now this is the game that the narrator i was like that's ken watanabe for sure yeah and and shout out to the team man they found our re, uh they found our reaction video and left us a comment on our youtube oh, video they? so yeah wow really that. no kidding okay was it was it ken watanabe i don't know i don't know either didn't i say. really hope it was okay we need ken watanabe <laughs> on the podcast friend of the show ken watanabe <laughs> well let's uh, ken i wonder if we can just find out like if he's working is on, he on cameo <laughs> uh let's see video games uh the only one that wikipedia has listed for him is batman begins but that doesn't mean his voice isn't in uh kenna bridge let's just see uh, so let's see if anything comes up um you're not the only person that mentioned it there's several comments on the playstation blog asking if that's ken watanabe so okay well I'm, uh, yeah i'm glad i'm chances, not the only one chances are it's him i'm glad that didn't come off as like super racist either like oh like japanese guy talking definitely ken watanabe like no it actually sounds like a lot like ken watanabe he has a really distinct voice and so of course of course of course but this game dude it's so like zelda looking it's an action adventure open world game as we were talking about about during that reaction video it's so colorful those little um fuzzy pikmin like creatures running around all over the place which i'm assuming are the spirits or something i i I don't know but this game just sounds amazing and you're playing as a spirit guide and going around and trying to like uncover this demise of of some area or some village or something and it just seems like a zelda type of experience i'm glad that sony chose to highlight 
hit the games that they did because they really did fire on every single cylinder. We got every, except for the kind of JRPGs that we really need, we got everything else represented. <laughs> I think that in terms of JRPGs, the the thing that should comfort you at least is you know that there are JRPGs coming. Whereas, oh, 100%. Like, oh, yeah. 100%. Open, world, open world adventure games are a little more rare, I think, in terms of their development time and how many of them get made and actually published because they're harder to make in some respects. Ooh, I don't know. I, I don't know about harder to make. I actually don't I know anything about developing video know. games. So, <laughs> uh, but, but there are entire studios dedicated to JRPGs. And so at least, you know, those are coming, but it, it, you're right. It would have been nice to see something like that. So represented Dark Cloud 3 this, or maybe, you know, oh, bringing geez, back Louise. Legend of Dragoon. Dark Cloud 3. Or, Bloody hell. You know, get, get, you know, just something, something Japan studio. Give me something. I mean, Demon Souls, see, see, the thing is, Demon Souls doesn't count, but it also kind of counts. So we got to give them a little bit of a pass, but I don't know. I wanted a JRPG. Uh, so I just I just saw this. It's like uh, just eight games that we wish we would have seen uh, trailers for or whatnot. It's on uh, inverse.com is where I'm getting this list. Just wanted to hear your guys' thoughts uh, while so talking uh, Final Fantasy uh, 16. There were so many rumors that Final Fantasy 16 was going to be at this event. When Project Athia appeared, which is what Square Enix decided to show, everyone thought it was Final Fantasy 16. There were insiders saying, hey, tune in tomorrow when people were asking about Final Fantasy 16. Yeah, I guess Jason Schreier tweeted out a a hopeful uh, wish on Thursday. There was a lot of assumptions that Final Fantasy 16 was going to be there. Does that mean we see it soon? I think so. I mean, I'm not as, you know, uh, involved in the Final Fantasy like you guys are. So, yeah, I think I think we see it soon. I really okay. do. OK, OK. Um, number seven on the list was Final Fantasy seven remake part two. Not a chance. Was okay. too early for that. OK, no way. Yeah. That's a release title. <laughs> it's coming out in November. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I actually was a little disappointed that it wasn't even mentioned. I'm going to be honest. I know, like you said, I know it's too early, but gosh, it's just, I can't believe we're going to have to wait another like four years to play this game. We we are going to have to wait another four to five years. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. Number six on the list was Elden Ring. Elden Ring um, was kind of surprising. I, 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 but then again, I guess it's not kind of surprising because I think we saw Elden Ring last time at uh, Microsoft's E3 last year, right? It debuted at Microsoft's E3 2019 show. I believe show. so, yeah. And I don't think we've seen it since, right? We have not. So I'm willing to bet maybe they have some marketing uh, deals with Microsoft on that one. So that's probably yeah, why we didn't see it. Yeah, that's quite possible. Uh, I, I do think we'll see that before the end of the summer, though, in one of these one of these yes. kind of summer I think game fests. Honest, I think yeah. it'll be in a Microsoft show, though. I do. Uh, number five, which I guess is I know a lot of people were asking for, is the God of War 5. Not going to happen. Too soon. We won't see God of War, the sequel to the 20. When did that come out? 2019? 2018. 2018? Yeah. Uh, We'll we'll see that get announced next year. We'll see that next year. That'll probably come out in 2022. Okay. Yeah, in four years. Um, Crash Bandicoot. 
a lot of rumors on that as well because of some uh, new items and like toys or something that got leaked. So something's going on with Crash. It sounds like Activision is making a new Crash game. Uh, I think we'll see that soon. And then I know we touched on it because of uh, some DLC to Dead by Daylight, but Silent Hill. Yeah, people were I mean, hoping. there were some rumors that Sony was going to buy those Konami IPs and we didn't see any of them. We no. didn't see so any maybe Konami. That is yeah. surprising. Is the maybe, complete maybe, lack of Konami. Uh, maybe they didn't end up making any moves or maybe they couldn't or maybe that was all just nothing. Maybe that was never speculation, true. Speculation, yeah. Yeah, speculation leads to bad things sometimes. Uh, do I think something's going on there, though, with Silent Hill? I do because of the Dead by Daylight stuff. I think there's something going on with Silent Hill. Uh, let's see. Another uh, one that I had kind of hoped that we may have seen was the new Call of Duty. Um, <laughs> of course. Since of course. That you, was, yeah. You know, well, like I said, because uh, Sony does have like exclusive rights, you know, they get stuff first for a little while. I thought maybe we would see something. So I, uh, me personally, I was disappointed that we didn't get to see anything, but I'm fine with it. I mean, a new season of Warzone just dropped that's holding me over so we're all good yeah interesting though that they didn't highlight call of duty though because call of duty is so big for them interesting that they didn't highlight it right and maybe we'll get it in a state of play or something who knows as much crap as we give you for liking call of duty dan i am so glad that you do because none of us do and so i'm so <laughs> glad that we have that actually plays these kind I'm of so games. glad that we have a voice for that on the show <laughs> the only reason brian brought me in the only reason i brought you in is i can make fun of you for playing make those fun games of me. <laughs> Drop me in. hey how about how about no knack? Where was knack, everybody? In the hmm, grave yeah. where it belongs, man. Oh, jeez. Knack 3, I thought we were getting it. No, that game, knack and knack 2 are actually uh, relatively fun games. No, Jessica I know. Played both I know. Of them. It's just become such a meme at this point. No, I know. But uh, I'm glad we're not seeing knack. I'd much rather see Ratchet and Clank rift apart, which we did yeah. see. So. That was that was also a really cool game to show just with the mechanics of that. I thought that was a really neat Being trailer. Being able to jump from planet to planet through the yeah, rifts. Yeah, that looks like, insane. Mid sequences and stuff. Dude, that game just yeah. looks wacky and but I crazy think they fun. wanted to show off like the loading time you know being able to transition like oh, yeah. zero mean, loads might as well zero, zero loads, loads. Yeah. yeah zero loads uh, and then just real quickly to end it number one on this list I think some people most people are disappointed uh, was uh, GTA 6 maybe we were hoping to get something there years away still again yeah. Grand Theft Auto 5 is not coming out till the second half of 2021 on PS5 yeah which is crazy <laughs> but hey you get what a million a... dollars into your account every month oh, from now boy. until then I mean Ooh, right we get all what? Why, I mean, would you say, why would you announce that, though? Why would you say Grand Theft Auto 5 is coming to PlayStation 5 the second half of 2021? Exactly. It's not even like release or like beginning it's of the year. It's not now. It's not on launch. It's not in the spring. It's the fall of 2021. Guys, which means- I just, I just want to <laughs> remind you. This was a PlayStation 3 game. You're correct, because I remember waiting to get it on PS4. Did you see the uh, the graphic came, that came out that it was like, in yes. the span of seven years, yeah. we got GTA 3, <laughs> GTA Vice City, GTA San Andreas, and Grand Theft Auto 4. And yep. then over and then the it, last eight years, we've got GTA yeah. 5, GTA 5, GTA 5, and GTA 5. <laughs> and, and no DLC. And no DLC. No, now, granted, the, they, we did also get Red Dead Redemption 2, but... Sure, sure. There was a Red Dead Redemption original in 2010 as well. Uh, true. 
true, yeah. <laughs> so we can't really say, oh, well, they were working on Red Dead Redemption 2. No, it's the fact that games just take longer to develop now. But they're not like, I, I just don't get it, man. There's no way. There's no way. Are yeah, they really I mean, it's, not going to put anything? Because we know GTA 6 is their next game. Correct. We know that's going to be their next game. It's not Red Dead Redemption 3. Grand Theft Auto 6 is Rockstar's next game. It's just mind blowing, really man. Over a year and a half away still. Is it really two to two and a half years away? Oh, gosh. Sounds like it they, is. It sounds like it is. I don't like even want is. to think about that. I mean, and, you know, I, a lot I'm of a people are blaming rushing. a lot of people are blaming Take Two on this. That Take Two is really pushing the GTA Online and the shark cards and the microtransactions well, in that game, which it is filthy with. So I have to assume that that probably is the case. Don't we talk about it's yeah, like one of the highest grossing every year or something? And look how long the game's been out. Oh yeah, it's still one of the you know top. I mean, they're making money. Steam, yeah, yeah. So um, Grand Theft Auto Online we didn't mention is coming to PlayStation Five on launch though so that's interesting so you're gonna have the online (laughs) for free wait never mind the way that's worded is really weird it says grand theft auto 5 coming to ps5 second half 2021 grand theft auto online for ps5 free at launch i looked at into the article that means when gta 5 comes out on ps5 you're gonna get gta online for free not that gta online will be free at launch of the ps5 oh geez well well, weird how that's worded me there but because they and to be fair they do consider gta online and gta 5 two separate products now they do yeah so i don't know i don't know i don't know rockstar get your act together it's 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 disappointing yeah uh what else didn't we talk about we didn't talk about stray stray looked really cool that was another annapurna published game uh where you get to play as a cat yeah we saw a new house mark game uh returnal another like bullet hell style game so that looked really cool that was interesting that was interesting there was um touch on hitman did we no i was gonna say hitman 3 was big too yeah that's a big a big time announcement that looks really cool hitman yeah, 3 I'm, will be fun i'm always been I've, I've always been a fan of the hitman series but the last two games like kind of when they rebooted the series and just started over it's been incredible and that's what <laughs> hitman you mean 1 and 2 are awesome. just a fresh start yeah hitman 1 and 2 from the ps4 are fucking awesome uh astro's playroom i found out that that is going to be included free with every ps5 which makes sense because it was kind of like the playroom they got for the ps3 and it kind of showed off uh the touchpad and stuff like that so it sounds like it's gonna it's something to kind of show off the dual sense and whatnot and what it's capable of i guess yeah from what i was but reading. that's cool though because we'll actually it looks the the version that they gave you for free on the ps4 was so like just meant to be fucked around with with the camera and like the DualShock 4 or whatever, but Astro's Playroom looks like an extended version of the VR game. Like, there's an actual game Yes, there's there's more to it. Yes, there's an actual game, and that's exciting. Uh, Other than that, Bethesda was there, and they brought Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo, but that's pretty much it in terms of, like, the bigger stuff. There were a couple smaller things there. Solar Ash was there. Um, NBA 2K21, they showed that that off. No, 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 no. well, I mean, I but guess they didn't, we didn't show anything. It was yeah, just that's a yeah, small uh, yeah. one dude freaking standing there. And it's not one dude that Zion Williamson put some respect on his name. name. I don't know. Aye, aye, I don't aye. watch basketball. You will. You will know his name. <laughs> 
what else was there? Goodbye Volcano High was a smaller thing that was there. I guess Stray's technically probably smaller too. But okay, people people really tripping out over Goodbye Volcano High though. Yes, they Dude, are. It it looks like I said. You and I were talking a little bit about Life is Strange before we started recording. I truly think this could have a breakout Life is Strange style moment. Like it it looks like it has an impactful story. It really does. I'm always down for more of that. So, you know, I made jo- I made jokes about it while we were watching it. I'm still well, it's I'm, it's I'm, like I'm probably going to make jokes about it for the rest of my life. But well, it's like I mean, these it, weird it fucking characters. It's furries. Aren't let's, human. Let's call it yeah, what it is. They're, they're, they're furries. Well, they're not. Yeah, but it's. I mean, it's 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 really cool looking, though. It's a hand drawn art style that that just looks amazing, like in motion. And that's exciting. I, I really hope they pulled this off well. And it's co-op. Um, They just did. Uh, we, we talked about it during the reaction video. Debonair, whatever that that's called. Nocturne Debonair. Right? Yep. Debonair, yep. Nocturne, Nocturne, something Debonair. like that. They, and yeah. they, I, I think they had a couple games in this and a couple games back at the the. Heartwarming yeah, they're definitely kind of trying to get their name out there more, right? They're definitely, and they like were in the I said, they direct. are. Yeah, they, they are a, and their name is Co-op. They are a co-op of developers. You know, they don't kind of have one single studio. They hire artists from around the world to make these different kind of artistic games, and you get these cool little indie experiences out of them that are very artistic and very unique in their in their styles. And that's because of kind of their unique approach to development and production. So I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, This was awesome. But there's still a couple questions that remain unanswered about the uh, about the PlayStation 5. Obviously, we talked about it. The price. We don't know what the price is yet. We don't know what ports are actually on the machine outside of like the standard disk drive and the USB port that we can see on the front. We don't know what else there is. Are there other types of USB slots? Are there any other ports that we don't know of? Can I use my, what is it, RCA cables? Can I use those? Uh, I doubt it, (laughs) but maybe. (laughs) Uh, PlayStation Plus, how's that going to work with PlayStation 5? We need to know that kind of thing. I hope they do something like where they merge all of it together, like PS Now, all that. I hope they, you know, kind of step up uh, all that and merge it together. Yeah. Uh, Backwards compatibility wasn't mentioned at all. Which was a little concerning, but we, they mentioned it last time so it doesn't they did mention it last time and we know that they're trying to work on like over 4,000 games or something right now to get them backwards compatible ready and this is also the reason I'm going to get the disc version instead of the discless because how are you going to do backwards compatibility if you don't have a disc drive I I want to be able to use my PS4 games on my PS5 is there some way they could like you could register your game on a database or something under your PSN name and account the switch does that now like you just just read your cartridge and gives you the gold coin or whatever. Yeah. There's absolutely a way to do that. So I guess you might be able to like put your disc in the PS4 oh, and it'll okay. register it type of a thing. Okay, you know yeah. what I mean? Because it's tied yeah. to your PlayStation account. There's yeah, a possibility of your, that. Uh, PS4 for the PS5. Exactly. Right? <laughs> You'd have to. Well, yeah, because then technically you don't own it anymore. So then why should you get it right. for free again? Because yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming I'm assuming GameStop will have some pretty good deals when the PS5 pre-orders start to go up where, you know, you can trade in and get like extra bit of money. They or usually something. Yeah, they always do. They right? always do. That's kind of what I'm waiting for. I still have my OG uh, PlayStation 4 upstairs. Jessica and I have two PS4s right now. We'll probably trade one of those in towards the initial PlayStation 5 for launch. Uh, I have to assume because we don't need to, you know, That's two what PS4s do, yeah. and a PS5. Um, we didn't find out, like, storage. Like, what is in there? Like, we know that it has this amazing SSD, 
But what else is there? Is that it? Do games need to be installed? How big are they? <laughs> right, right. Can can we put external storage immediately or will that come in an update like the PS4s? Like that's the kind of things that we need to know. That's pretty much all I, I mean, that's it. But like those things are things we need to look at now over the next several months until PS5 comes out. Like we need to keep an ear out for this information if it's not just released in another state of play. Like if they do a weird wired interview or something again where they're talking about backwards compatibility or something. <laughs> I think what what is the one detail you want to hear the most real quick? The price. Yeah. I'm they, curious yeah. on storage. Price and release date. Yeah. I think storage is up there for me just because, I mean, as these games get better graphically, you know, I mean, they're going to take a space. Do you think right? we're going to be able to use DualShock 4s as compatible controllers for the system? I would assume so. I would I hope really so. I really do. I really hope so, boys. <laughs> Yeah, I would assume so, because it does, you I mean... Well, they've come out with so many different colors, you know, like it's kind of, uh, you know, people collect them because of how many different ones there are, so hopefully... Well, the I DualSense mean, I... does do some new things, so I could oh, see, yeah. like, certain games maybe not being able to, you know, take full advantage of everything. Um, specifically, like, if maybe, you know, if DualShock 4s work on a PS5 and you're playing Gran Turismo 7, you're not going to have, like, the haptic feedback or, like, the, the pressure sensitive triggers that respond to how hard or put you're pushing down or whatever like in terms yeah, of yeah. acceleration so there might be some limitations in terms of what works and what doesn't for games if you're not using a dual sense so maybe they don't enable anything else maybe you do have to just use a dual sense i don't know uh you know i really hope they they get those dual shock fours in there but i i just i'm i'm excited for it i think that overall the conference was very well done i think it was a, a well-produced video uh, no talking in between the videos for the most part except for a couple of small interviews and just i mean went over an hour long it was it was a really really great time and i'm a bravo sony honestly i, th I think it was well done yeah yeah, very, very, very well done. I feel like we talked a lot more about this than we did the uh, Xbox one. Well, there was more to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> what did you expect? <laughs> they gave us things to actually talk about. So, of course, we're going to talk about them. But yeah, man, we're hyped for PlayStation 5. Can't wait to see more. It's going to be exciting. It's time for this week's preview of BG Mania, a video game music podcast. We'll be taking a listen to Main Menu from Graveyard Keeper, which isn't a pause theme, our topic of the upcoming episode, but it's close. Enjoy. Episodes of BG Mania are available every Wednesday morning. Come join us on this weekly musical adventure. Let's update the game challenge for this week. Did anybody finish anything over the last seven days? 
I think I'm bone dry on that one, man. I, I don't think I actually finished anything. Ooh, Dan, what about you? Okay, so I have a question. Okay. I'm not trying to pull some Frank stuff. Okay. Um, so I've been, I haven't completely beat Mario Party for the Switch. So I've been, me, my wife, and uh, brother-in-law and his wife, we've been playing it, and you can collect the gems. Are you guys familiar with this? Anybody? Yes. Okay, so we finally, we did all the mini games and we collected the last gem and kind of, I guess, the credits rolled and everything. Is that considered a game beaten? Yes. Because I, I was, it was, we all did it from start to finish. Yeah. You know, I was a part of it. Okay. I wasn't yeah. sure if a Mario Party game could be beaten. No, because you're like, you're finishing like the, and not necessarily like, like the story modes, but like there's yeah. nothing left to do except play the game. Like you've gotten the collect, like exactly. they, they, that, that counts. Yeah, that would count. Okay, cool. Then put that on my list. All right. Takes you to 12 games then, Dan. <laughs> so that is, uh, that is called Super Mario Party, correct? Uh, yes. It is. Yes, Super Mario Party. Uh, 12 games, Kyle. You're still sitting at 19 games. And I did finish a game for the first time in uh, several weeks since wow. I beat Streets of Rage 4. Uh, taking me up to 53 games, I finished Shantae and the Seven Sirens. Nice. Kyle. You need to play that one. You need to play that one. And Dan, I actually think you would really like that one, too, because you've been into Metroidvanias recently. And uh, that is that is just so Metroidvania. Yeah, I, it's something I do need to check out. It, again, it's it's a genre that I've completely fallen in love with and re-sparked my passion for video games. Yeah, absolutely. So I think Sean's still sitting at one. <laughs> we'll make fun of him because he's not here. No, he did. Uh, he's not at one. Sean's actually at two. I was about to say, because I mean, technically, hell, my wife is at one game beat now with Mario Party, you know, as well. <laughs> Sean is actually at two. Uh, we, we can actually let him talk about it next time where he's on if he if he wants. But he did finish Minecraft Dungeons. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, he did. Kyle, um, if you're talking, we can't hear you. We keep see, I I've keep been, seeing you I've been up, muted but. for so long and I've been talking to you guys and no one's been responding to me and it's I been keep making seeing, me I was gonna furious. Say, like, we just I ignore finally, you. We just said, I you know what? Well, I finally <laughs> tapped back into Discord and I keep seeing you light up, but yeah, you're, you're not coming through. <laughs> you bunch of dirtbags. This is my fault. This is all my fault. <laughs> well, you know what? I didn't look over in the the, or the the circles, the green. I was just looking in because I know sometimes you put a message and say, hey, I had to step away real quick or whatever. Yeah, I, no, and I, I was I, like, oh, I, he didn't leave a message. and saw him lighting up. So that's why I, I said see, something. I didn't see that. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. Game challenge done. Uh, normally, we'd be transitioning to the quick time event, but I've decided to scrap the quick time event. Uh, I wasn't liking it. I, I don't know. I, I think I'd prefer to just sprinkle questions throughout the entire show as we get them, as opposed to just focusing on them all the time. So keep sending us questions. We will keep answering them. Uh, we'll, we'll just tie them into the uh, conversation that we're having, but I, I just want more people to reach out and more people weren't reaching out. So let's let's try to get more questions to us that we can put into the show and uh, maybe quick time event will come back at some point in the future. But for now, not doing it. So that takes us to the seven day forecast for the week of June 15th. But first, we have Metacritic results to get to from last week. And because I'm so bad with uh, with keeping records now, we did was Beyond Blue the game we did last week? Yes. Uh, yes. OK, so we did Beyond Blue last week and I'm scrolling up to get our scores. <laughs> I don't write anything down anymore. So I'm scrolling up to get our scores Actually, from I last to week. I see what the price points I had it. See, I wish Beyond Blue. It's 20 bucks. I think I'm going to buy that for 20 it's bucks. Not 
not, I think it's not expensive. Yeah, it's not no, expensive. No, 20 bucks. Uh, overall reviews are very positive, so. It looks like the PC version has the most reviews on Metacritic. Uh, only nine, though, so not a ton. But let's see who said what. I said I 72, I Dan high. said 79, Kyle said 69, and Sean said 72. The Metacritic score is 73. So the point goes to myself and Sean with a guess of 72. We were one off. Nice. Sean's not here. Nice. I get I get the old pick of the week this week. Sorry, Sean. You're not here to take it. <laughs> and I actually might take the final words this week. I don't usually take those, but I might take those this week. Uh, Beyond Blue, Dan, you're going to buy it? I, it I does have I, a lot of good reviews on Steam. It has way yeah. more positive reviews on Steam than it does elsewhere. So I, I think user reception to this game and word of mouth has been kind of positive. And it's only 20 bucks. So like I wouldn't be mad at spending 20 bucks. I didn't want to go too much expensive for it, but 20 bucks is perfect. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm definitely going to pick this up too. It just looks like so much fun to play through. It really does. But that does take us to the seven day forecast for this week. And we have some mighty fine games to talk about this week. And I'm so excited about this. Uh, we're starting off on Tuesday, coming to PC, PS4, Xbox One. Dan, Disintegration is finally releasing. That game you put some uh, time into the beta a couple months ago. I did. So, yeah, uh, from Marcus Leto. Let's read about it. The co-creator yeah. of Halo comes Disintegration, a sci-fi first-person shooter combining FPS and real-time strategy elements. Set in the near future on Earth, the only hope for human survival is through integration, a process developed to preserve human brains in robotic armatures. You play as Romer Scholl, a former Grav Cycle pilot in command of a small resistance force still grasping onto the fading memories of their human selves. With the domineering Rayon forces set on eliminating the final remnants of human society, it's up to Romer and his crew of outlaws to fight back and reboot humanity. Pilot a variety of weaponized grav cycles and command your crew on the ground by leveraging a variety of unique unit abilities and mastery of your own personal arsenal to dominate the battle. In addition to the thrilling single-player campaign, which I don't think we've seen yet, maybe we have, I don't know, Disintegration features frantic PvP multiplayer where pilots and their crews compete in three exciting game modes across a variety of maps. Dan, what'd you think of the beta? It was all right. Like I said, learning curve is, is going to be there and I was getting a little frustrated with it. I am curious to learn more about the single player because I don't think we got to see, that wasn't in any part of the beta. It was all multiplayer, uh, but there's a lot of, um, you know, kind of what's popular now with the multiplayer skins and different things you can do. So I think it's going to be very popular in that sense, uh, you know, microtransactions to buy different looking uh, for your ships and your crew. Um, but I'm curious to know more about the single player and that might actually maybe uh, draw me into buying the game sooner than I planned on. Yeah, that's something that I'm keeping an eye on is really how good is the single player because it's coming from, you know, one of the co-creators of Halo. Halo yeah, has an amazing single player. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely going to be put on a pedestal uh, with that kind of uh, prestige behind it. So, uh, but yeah, I'm curious to see. Um, I'll probably be uh, uh, Tuesday, so I'll probably be trying to maybe catch some Twitch streams and, and see if anybody's playing single player. Who knows? Yeah, let's uh, let's take a shot at this. Disintegration Metacritic guesses, please. I got to actually write this down this week. I got to go back and write this down when we're done. <laughs> well, now, as you say, well, now we're getting into where it's not just like one or two games, you know? I know. <laughs> I know. So that's why I got to actually write this down going forward. Metacritic guesses for Disintegration reveal in three, two, one, go. <laughs> 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 to 77 from Kyle, uh, a 78 from me, and a 79 from Dan. <laughs> that's just bloody perfect. 
bloody perfect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's ridiculous. I love it. That's that's hilarious. Uh, also on Tuesday, coming to PC and Nintendo Switch, Summer in Mara. Summer in Mara is a summer adventure with farming, crafting, and exploring mechanics set in a tropical archipelago. Summer in Mara is a single-player experience in a calm, relaxing environment with a handmade look and an exciting narrative. You will be Koa, a little adventurer girl who wants to explore the world that surrounds her. In Summer of Mara, or Summer in Mara, you'll have to take care of your own island, harvest your crops, create new tools and buildings, and sail with your boat to discover new islands and secrets. This is a former Kickstart My Heart game that Frank did pledge to. Uh, he pledged to the tier we, uh, where we got two copies, so uh, we should be getting those sometime today or tomorrow. Uh, anyone else picking this up? Kyle, I know you said that you were not even aware it was coming out this week. Does that mean you're interested? I really want to play it, but gosh, I got so many other things to play right now, especially with how this week is looking. Tough week right now. Tough week right now. I may not get well, this initially. I, no. Yeah. And it's another game, you know, not to knock on it. It's another game where we're, you know, farming, fishing, traveling. A lot of similar games out there right now. Right. Animal Crossing. My yeah, time at I Porsche. Mean, <laughs> So it's tough to kind of, you're already grinding those in other games you're playing. Are you going to feel like Kyle's grinding, grinding those on in Polly and my time at Porsche? Yeah. Still trying. <laughs> <laughs> Summer and Mara does look super charming, though, and uh, I'm super excited to jump into it. I think he got us the Switch versions, so uh, that'll be exciting. Uh, let's take a shot at this one, though. Metacritic guesses for Summer and Mara. <sighs> Reveal in three, two, one, go. 74 from me, a 78 from Dan, and an 84 from Kyle. Kyle betting big. (laughs) Going big on this one. I think this is going to be a sleeper. Going big with an 84. Sleeper hit. Didn't you give my time at Porsche like a 92? No, I'm just kidding. Shut up. I don't think I did. Maybe not. No, I think I think Sean might have gave it a really high, give it a really high score. They ended up just fucking hating it more than all of us. <laughs> oh man. Thursday, Kyle. Thursday has a really interesting game that I'm hoping you're gonna play as well. Coming to PC and Xbox One. It's waking. Locked in the darkness of a coma, you dream. In the recesses of your mind, voices call you home, beckoning you towards the light and void beyond. But it is not your time. Not yet. Waking is a uniquely personal journey of self-reflection and remembrance combining third-person exploration and real-world meditation. Traverse the twisted pathways of your mind in a quest to wake and make choices that shape a uniquely individual experience. Along the way, face your fears and desires as you summon memories of loved ones and do battle with those who would have you sleep forever. Sounds so fucking good. It really it looks does good. Sound, the trailer yeah. looks amazing. Yeah, I'm the, watching the, the trailer the music, right now. The music lends to the emotion of what's going on. It's it, it's going to be such a touching. I, I man, I I don't want to like. I, I feel like it's going to be super emotional, and that's what I want. And that's what I want to experience. I'm excited. Yep. Looks like definitely a fun picking game. this up. Yep. Definitely picking this up. Um, will this one get reviews? Maybe. Metacritic guesses on it. Let's see. Maybe it'll get enough reviews. We can't do the last one, so we may as well do this one because reviews for The Last of Us Part 2 came out last week. So Techie Geek actually uh, sent me a DM in Discord. He's like, you guys should really do this before it comes out. And then I just fucking forgot. <laughs> I know. Reveal the guesses for um, Waking's Metacritic in three, two, one, go. It's an 84 from me, an 82 from Dan, and a 75 from Kyle. Kyle, I like that you and I like went literally. Yeah, we're opposite. Yeah, like like Waking and uh, the hell was the second game we did? Summer, Summer and Mara. Yeah, yeah, we just complete opposites on that. So that'll be I'm exciting. I'm just hanging out in the middle. Just hanging. Yep, just chilling. hanging in the middle, like a hanging Chad. 
<laughs> then Friday's the big game coming to PS4. It's The Last of Us Part 2. Five years after their dangerous journey across the post-pandemic United States, Ellie and Joel have settled down in Jackson, Wyoming. Living amongst a thriving community of survivors. Kyle, you might want to... Is there anything in spoiler? And I don't think so. Living amongst a thriving... I had to read fast. <laughs> Living amongst a thriving community of survivors has allowed them peace and stability despite the constant threat of the infected and other more desperate survivors. When a violent event disrupts that peace, Ellie embarks on a relentless journey to carry out justice and find closure. As she hunts those responsible one by one, she is confronted with the devastating physical and emotional repercussions of her actions. I've, like, been kind of paying attention to what a lot of people that have already finished this game for a review have been saying. Uh, this game is going to fuck with people, from what I understand. Oh, there really? Are, there are some very, 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 th- like, strong things in this game. Okay, I'm back. I took my uh, headphones off for the, <laughs> for the entire description there. I... I- I actually was, uh, I actually told you, I, I started reading and I was like, well, Kyle, you might want to. And then I like, I quickly read through it. And I was like, actually, there's nothing like too spoilery in here. For, <laughs> for people listening at home, just so everybody knows, I'm playing The Last of Us 1 right now for the first time. I'm like. And you're getting so damn close to the end. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm really getting, I'm in the last few chapters of the game. And so I don't want anything spoiled. So. And I don't blame you. I don't blame there's you. A, there's so. a two hundred and thirty dollar edition of this that you can pre order. Is that the one you bought? N- fuck no. Jesus. <laughs> he got the, the one thousand dollar edition. He got to design My an NPC. And, yeah. Look how many more other video games two hundred and thirty dollars could buy. Holy smoke. Uh but it did great on Metacritic. Yeah, we what can is actually, it doing? Ninety six? Uh, we can live check the Metacritic Last of Us Part Two right now. Eighty six reviews, it's sitting at a ninety six, yeah. That's fuck. That's fucking awesome. That is incredible. Yeah. So that's amazing. I, okay, so let's just say game. That's game of the year right now. Is there anything coming out later on that could dethrone it? Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk 2077, I think, is is so really I'm on high on that with list. That game. I'm I'm 50 50. Cyberpunk really has a chance to dethrone it. Halo Infinite is coming out later this year. That's going to be a really big one. Um, I'm not. I'm not holding out hope for Ghost of Tsushima. I think that Ghost of Tsushima is going to be divisive in a lot of ways. I think that we're all going to love it, but I don't think it's going to be Game of the Year. But I think, critically, Last of Us will be probably remembered better than Ghost of Tsushima by the end of the year. And honestly, for me, Reigning Champ right now is Doom Eternal. I I think it it has a lot of competition against Doom Eternal, so we'll see. Yeah, and and it it does depend on, (laughs) like, which one of these PS5 games end up being actual launch titles and which ones aren't like what games do make it out this year i guess that could dictate game of the year as well um assassin's creed valhalla actually uh, might yeah. stand a chance as well is that just because this year of how, still yeah that's ps5 okay. xbox series x um i forgot about that i also think there's i think there's ps4 xbox one versions as well of that too and i mean there's a crap load of stuff that 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 is coming out this year that you know bug snacks <laughs> bug snacks right bug snacks could be game of the year uh I, and and we don't know what Nintendo's doing the second half of this year at all, so keep that in yeah. mind. Yeah, we don't know exactly... Fuck, dude, we don't know anything past Paper Mario in next month. That's bonkers, <laughs> man. When does uh, when does Watch Dogs 3 come out? We don't know we yet. We don't know yet. Okay, I, okay, that's what I thought. I, that's why I was just asking to make sure it I wasn't overlooking it. It got delayed out of it. March to an indefinite yeah. thing, okay. and then... I mean, I assume we're going to find out next month at Ubisoft's event, so... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's... Last of Us probably has Game of the Year locked up. 
but it's going to be interesting. See, I disagree. I you're you're forgetting CD Projekt Red, man. Just how good they are. I know, and I'm not forgetting them. I love them. The Witcher Three is my game of the generation. No, I PS4. know that. I know that. But how? I mean, how could you say that Last of Us has Game of the Year locked up when when CD Projekt Red has a new IP coming out this year? I know. I just don't think, dude. You look at how it. it Last of Us won one everywhere in terms of Game of the Year when it came out in 2013. Sure, sure. I really think reason. the same thing is going to happen for game. Last of Us 2. I think, if, I think if The Last of Us 1 came out this year, it would probably be in the Game of the Year contention. It would still be a Game of the Year, oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but, but again, and you haven't played Doom Eternal yet. I mean, a 10 out of I 10 for me. I have not played Doom Eternal yet. I have not played Doom Eternal. It is just, it is just fantastic. And, I mean, we've really got some heavy hitters coming out at the end of this year. It's going to be interesting to see. I don't know. I mean, talking heavy hitters, we still got dropping this week. Some more heavy hitters, Kyle. Desperados <laughs> 3 comes out on Tuesday for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Desperados 3 getting great reviews, by the way. Great reviews. Uh, Dan's personal favorite, Fortnite Chapter 2 no, Season 3, no, comes no. out everywhere on Wednesday, as does something I completely forgot existed, the Isle of Armor expansion for Pokemon Sword and Shield. <laughs> That's yeah, I forgot. I forgot that existed, too. But I'm sure that Frank is really excited about that. Literally comes out on Tuesday. And yeah, he said he already has the expansion pass purchased. Uh, I do want to play it, but I've not finished sword. So I don't know that I'm going to buy this on Tuesday. I will You're buy it eventually. You're such a freaking wiener, man. You're such a wiener. Come on. Are you are you buying the expansion on Tuesday? You play not it? Imme- not immediately. No, I probably oh, will get it eventually. Wiener. Probably. This <laughs> year. <laughs> You're a hoe, but I think that. If, if October or November runs around and we don't have a lot of things coming out of like early November, late October, depending well, on what's around there. The second portion of this will come out so that yeah. you'll just be able to play it like all exactly, as one thing. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's what that actually and, makes kind of sense. You know what happens with me is the fall hits and the weather gets kind of there's there's nice, cool breezes during the day and you and you leave for work in the morning and you need a jacket. That's the time of year where I crave Pokemon more than anything else. I'm like, man, I want to play some Pokemon. So so I think that around then is when I'll probably dive into that. That makes sense. Yeah. You think you even mentioned that in your review that you wrote for that game. And, so. <laughs> and if, if Dan gets to count... Uh, the Division 2 expansion as a game beat, then I get to count... I don't, did he count he that? He did. Yes. Dan, confirm? Oh, yeah, he did, yeah. yeah. The Division 2 yeah. DLC. But yeah, no, we, we had, did count that. Story. We counted there that. Story. Yeah. Well, the, the, story. Poke, the Pokemon's gonna have story, too. If I beat that DLC, I'm gonna count it. <laughs> yeah, I don't see why you shouldn't. Except I probably won't because I'm not a little cheater, Dan. <laughs> whoa! Whoa! <laughs> I beat actual I games over here, bud. Wow. Mario Party, Actual DLC real expansion, games, baby. I won a war hey, yesterday. Big game, Franks. <laughs> oh, damn, man, throwing down some heat. <laughs> Fighting words. Uh, and then, I mean, there, I wasn't even done. Thursday still has uh, Namco Museum Archives Volume One and Two as well. So. Uh, yeah, exciting week. Pick of the week, though. I want to say waking. I want to say waking. I really do. But it's The Last of Us Part 2. I really want to say waking, though. But I can't. I got to give it to The Last of Us Part 2. It was going to be nothing else this week. That's your pick of the week. Game of the year. What's up, everybody? This is Kyle from The Media Files, a brand new podcast brought to you by LevelDownGames.com. The Media Files is an all-purpose pop culture review to help you get through those boring water cooler conversations. Me and a special guest are going to sit down and talk about everything from video games to music, movies, television, sports, comics, books, you name it. 
we're probably going to talk about it on the media files and we want you to be a part of that conversation search for the media files that's one word the media files wherever you get your podcasts but before we get out of here, before we jump to Kickstart My Heart, I want to talk a little bit about Star Wars Squadrons. Star Wars Squadrons leaked uh, as as a couple other things did, like the Kingdoms of uh, Kingdoms of Amalore Re-Reckoning is the name of that uh, from THQ Nordic. That also leaked on the Microsoft Store. But they leaked the announcement of Star Wars Squadron, which is a new game in the Star Wars franchise developed by EA uh, and Motive Studios. And this is sort of going to be a new aerial and space combat game about piloting ships in head-to-head battles, according to VentureBeat. It includes a single-player campaign and will have team-based multiplayer, and it's planned for release this fall. That's all the information we know. EA said they're going to drop a trailer today at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific for Star Wars Squadrons. So this podcast is going to post a couple hours before that trailer comes out. Did either of you on the GameCube play Star Wars Rogue Squadron? I did for a little while, yeah. I didn't own it, but a friend of mine did, and we did play did it. Did you bit. like it? Who didn't? Rogue Squadron it was, was fucking a great awesome, game. right? Me, I don't, I don't, I've never watched a Star Wars. I've never you played a Star Wars game. I've never played a Star Wars game either, though. I'm just not, I don't know. <laughs> not into it. Oh, man. You don't have to play Star or watch Star Wars to play the games. Rogue Squadron, dude, was so much fun. That's what I'm hoping Star Wars Squadron ends up being today. Like, I'm hoping it's. Not necessarily a spiritual successor, but I want some gameplay elements that do resemble what Factor 5 used to do with their Star Wars games. If this is just like the space combat that we got in Battlefront, Battlefield, Battlefront, Battlefront, Battlef- right? Battlefront and Battlefront 2. Battlefront yeah. was, yeah, yeah. If it's like the space combat in Battlefront 2, then I'm not going to be super happy. Like, I I don't want it to just be Battlefront without the stuff that you can do on the ground. (laughs) Right, right, right. (laughs) It needs to be much more fleshed out, yeah. Yes, it needs to be fleshed out. There needs to be missions. There needs to be things like, like I said, they're saying it includes a single player. So I know there will be things like that, but it has to be in depth. Like, I want there to be an actual game here. I don't want the single player to just be an afterthought because you look at how... Respawn really just knocked one out of the park with Jedi Fallen Order and how amazing that was, dude. And like, yeah, it had some issues, but the game was fucking fun and it had a great story and there was so much to do. That's what I want with Star Wars Squadrons. I don't want just like a quick cash grab where it's multiplayer only multiplayer, heavily focused, you know, just microtransaction battlefront battle or battle yeah battlefront aerial battles i don't want that i'm hoping for an actual like fleshed out game here yeah if you know i i think that this is the type of game that a lot of gamers don't realize that they would be really into like star fox right star fox is a game that's a hard sell uh because you fly around in a plane and shoot things which sounds very repetitive but as long as the missions are interesting and there's good dialogue during and in between the missions you can make a really really fun game out of that just look at some of the better Star Fox games that we've had and uh, what was the game that came out last year Starlink Starlink was like two years ago yeah but that was the one that they 
Ubisoft partnered up with Nintendo to have Star Fox in the game. Yeah, right. And, and that one was received pretty well as well. I don't know how well it sold, but it was received well. And so I think that if you if you really put your time into this, which is for me, 50 50 with Star Wars. And, and Dan, you said you've never watched a Star Wars movie, y- you know, tread lightly over Star Wars. And I and I'm going to get some you're going to get some hate mail over this, Brian, for me saying this Star Wars. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Hot take. Star Uh-oh. Wars is is fifty percent really bad. Fifty percent of Star Wars is is actually nigh I think most Star Wars fans would agree with you. Which which in any medium, fifty percent is failing. <laughs> if if fifty percent of what you're doing is good, then the other fifty percent is bad, and that's a really bad track record. Star Wars on the whole is bad. I said it for the world to hear. Star Wars has four good movies. Two or three all right movies, and the rest of them suck. So, are you saying you're not getting Star Wars Squadrons? <laughs> well, yeah. Okay, now, now I reviewed uh, what was the game? Jedi Fallen Order. Jedi Fallen Last Order. Order. Yeah, you did. Which you did, was you did. a which was a good game. It was not a great game, and it was better than all right. It was a good game. It was fun. It had a lot of room for improvement, and I think that that one falls into the, oops, we accidentally did something pretty good for Star Wars this time around, where most of the time, they, oh, I feel like sometimes they stumble onto something good instead of intentionally doing it. Yeah, the only things they intentionally do is fuck us, like canceling the amazing visceral game Star Wars that exactly. Amy Henning was working on. Exactly. And, oh, my God. That still pisses me off. So with a game like this, you know, you've got a good formula. You've got hopefully a good team behind it. Hopefully it turns out good. I just went at Star Wars and it's such a Star Wars is just a cash grab anymore. And you've got such a high chance of it being garbage, no matter what it is. Star Wars. I I don't know, man. This could go. This could really go either way. I don't have high hopes. You were such a big fan of the most recent movie. Oh, Brian. <laughs> Brian, our friendship <laughs> teeters, teeters on the on the precipice of, of Doom. It's that movie was so bad. Doom, the game that I haven't played yet. Oh, Doom. Oh, you you really should pick up Doom Eternal. I don't know why you haven't played it. Oh, my gosh. To. That game is so great. Uh, dude, the, the new the new Star Wars movie, the one that came out last year was so so abysmally bad so absolutely bad very rarely do i leave a movie theater like thinking to myself i'm pretty easy to please brian i watch a lot of movies i I watch a lot of tv (laughs) i mean if you want any proof of that listen to the media files shameless plug i mean i mean i i I cover something every week that we've been watching or talking about or listening to so so i i i really get into a lot of this stuff that movie is very rarely do i leave a theater thinking how bad something was like so unbelievably bad the last time it happened before that was suicide squad that movie was hot garbage like absolute garbage this one was too so bad so bad anyways squadron whatever i'll check it out when it comes out it's just it's hard to have high hopes over star wars stuff for me anymore i'm gonna be honest i feel that uh i'm excited to see the trailer though we just got a couple hours to go till the trailer debuts so if you're listening to this on the day the podcast posts uh sometime after 11 a.m eastern 8 a.m pacific start checking over on our uh, YouTube channel and I'm sure there will be a reaction video up for this uh, at some point today. Hopefully uh, as early as possible. (laughs) 
hopefully I can get that done as early as possible because, dude, I want to see this. And, I, and I'm hoping it's good. I'm, my fingers are crossed as much as they can be. Star Wars Squadrons. Let's let's see something cool. It sucks that it leaked, though. I have to assume that EA probably was just going to show it at their EA Play on Thursday. <laughs> and then this leaked. So they're like, right. well, shit, we'll yeah. just we'll sh- we'll show the trailer on Monday and then we'll go more in depth with it on Thursday. <laughs> I have to assume that's the thinking there. So, yeah, Star Wars Squadrons. That's exciting. But it's time for a little kickstart my heart. Something else exciting. And I don't have one this week so we get to browse and see what we can come across here under projects we love for video games do we want to talk about let's see here what's I'd like this? a little Kickstarter I- update real quick Kickstarter update I did get confirmation for my shipping for the 100 the wonderful 101 remastered so it's on its way nice nice so you'll be playing that on switch soon um do we want to do this Alice is missing a silent role-playing game that sounds interesting um your friend is sad a game about cheering up a sad friend okay uh what else is there we already talked about vernal edge natural instincts an interactive nature documentary sim hmm. there's steam dolls order of chaos steam dolls yes oh whatever land a grotesque burton style adventure hmm, interesting new york simulator the game a first person horror comedy video Yep, don't even... Speaking of first-person horror comedy video games, did you see this game on Steam that just came out called, like, Fishman or something, where you're in a submarine and there's a fish person haunting you and trying to kill you? No. It's a horror game, but it's, like, comedy, too, but it apparently is actually really scary and really fun. I'll look it up. uh, You guys find a Kickstarter game. I'm going to find this game and post it in Discord. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to do the grotesque Burton-style one, but then I looked at it and I was like, well, it's not something that we'd really be able to get behind. I like the art style, but the gameplay maybe not let's see here I like to try to find one that we're always gonna like you know be able to like really like correct oh, that they were cool. like yeah are we gonna play yeah yeah you know like I mean all these sound cool but like which one are we really gonna freak out oh hang on Uh-oh. maybe I'm, I might have found it Uh let's see what this is the five gods of kung fu oh I was looking at that I think this is the winner right here I was right looking here. at that I think this might be the winner right here <laughs> What do you say, Dan? Yeah, let's do that, because that, that is actually one game that I was looking at. All right. Uh, we'll wait for Kyle to get back. The Walking back. Fish I found 2. It. Yeah, the Walking Fish 2. Final Frontier. Let's see this The Walking here. Fish 2. So they've made a first one, is what you're telling me. Or they skipped right to the second. I don't think so. I think this is the okay. first one. Yeah. I think they just called that- it The Walking Fish 2. Okay, I just got to the end. That's fucking creepy, man. Yeah, apparently it's really funny, also really creepy, so. <laughs> it's only five bucks. Yeah, I don't know. That's really fucking weird. Uh, Kickstart my heart. The Five Gods of Kung Fu. A 2D beat-em-up with fighting game-inspired controls. Here's a link to the actual Kickstarter, Kyle. Five Gods of Kung Fu is a story-driven beat-em-up with a totally unique control scheme. Explore the Far East to discover, train, and master various Kung Fu styles, each with distinct mechanics. The unique input scheme requires dedication and skill and gives you the feeling of truly mastering a fighting technique. It's the next best thing (laughs) to actually learning Kung Fu. Explore a large interconnected 2D world with stunning views and mysterious places waiting to be found. Find various martial arts styles and earn the trust 
trust of their teachers so you can begin your training. Master your favorite fighting styles, combine them freely with by switching stances mid-fight, and using your creativity for stylish fights. Uh, so the unique input method that they're talking about here, it says in order to master, you first need to practice. Five Gods of Kung Fu features a unique input method using the face buttons of the controller to input motion-like movements. Want to do an uppercut to your left? Input AB on an Xbox controller. Want to do an uppercut to your right? Hit AX. The motion-like input may need some getting used to, but I mean, and I really, I guess anyone that's used to fighting games isn't really going to need any time to get used to it, but it does become, it says, more intuitive after a while. You will truly feel like you are mastering a new technique, but that's why they're saying like it's basically like a beat-em-up with fighting game controls because it really is. You you are having to pull off the moves that you're doing as opposed to just, you know, hitting a button. The graphical style of this game looks a lot like Kung Fu for the NES. I was going to just say that, dude. I'm so glad you took the words out of my mouth, and I have to assume it's done on purpose, right? As, the game I mean, it's is called, called the Five Kung Gods Fu. of Kung Fu. Yeah. <laughs> the Five Gods of Kung Fu. Yeah, it's, it's. I mean, this is obviously a, a callback to Kung Fu on the NES, which is such a hard game, but I played that game for hours and hours. It's very, not even, very, very hard game. If you can beat it, it's like 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. Dude, oh, really? That game is so short, but it's just, you can't beat it, because it's so yeah, hard. Yeah, it's, it's like fucking impossible. Um, there's So there's the snake style, the tiger style, the dragon style, and the drunken kung fu style in, in this. Kyle, which one are you a master of already? You lived in Japan for a few years. Yeah, drunken I'm kung fu? Uh, no, no, no. I'm uh, I'm snake style. Oh, okay. Just, a, just ask okay. my wife. See you next week, boys. That'll do it for next level. <laughs> uh, let's. I was trying to see like if he actually mentioned the NES um, Kung Fu, but he did not. I was actually curious if he mentioned it. Uh, I do believe this is a, a one-person team, Gregor Bestelmeyer from over in Munchen, Germany, because he's doing the music himself as well. So I think this might be a uh, a one-man studio. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's always impressive what like one person can do. You know, I mean, look at Stardew Valley. It's impressive. Axiom Verge. Man, Tom yeah, Happ. Like, yeah. there's so yeah. many talented people Friend out of the there. Show. Friend of the show, Tom Happ. Yes, there's so many talented people out there that really just, you know, it's so cool to see what they can do just by themselves. I also just want to say we were talking about game of the year. That game has Axiom Verge Two has a honest chance of becoming my game of the year. Just saying, a- Axiom Verge Two, man. A dead Axiom Verge One was a great game. So will it be mine? Probably not. But I could definitely see. I could see it being very high up on your personal list. Yes. <laughs> if maybe even in your number one spot. It might, man. I like in key features of this game, Five Gods of Kung Fu. One of them is in the game you can actually go outside, unlike real life right now. <laughs> Yeah, I saw that. I thought that was pretty uh, well. That was hilarious. That's freaking funny, man. Cheapest way to get in is about 17 bucks. You get a digital copy, name in the credits. And that's that's about standard. I mean, that's usually yeah. what we see doing this. Uh, anywhere from 15 right. to $20 generally is, is what it is to get the copy or the digital game. But you're looking at two, almost two years away. February 2022. Yeah, man, the yeah, 2022 is so tough. February 2022. Uh, for an extra $12, you do get the digital book and the soundtrack as well. So that's I don't not know, bad. For 57 bucks, you get a kick-ass t-shirt in your size. Mm, not bad. Man, I, I, I hope the soundtrack is a lot like Kung Fu. I I have the sounds of Kung Fu isn't, burned into my brain. Isn't there like one fucking track? And then the guys as they come up, 
There's a there's a sample track here. Does the the dudes walking up throwing knives at you? Yeah. I'm listening to it. It's it's very just you know traditional martial art Japanese style music. That's what I'm listening to right now. It's not bad. It's not bad. Doesn't sound anything like the NES Kung Fu though. There's still time to make a track that, uh, you know, calls back to that. But, dude, this game just looks cool in motion. Like, under the artwork section, all the, uh, dude, it just, it looks gorgeous, man. The game looks really well done. I hope it does well. I hope it doesn't, uh, you know, run into any struggles or issues. Hopefully it gets funded. As the time of recording, there's still 17 days to go. Uh, they're looking for 16883 U.S. dollars. Uh, they're only sitting at 6341 right now. So, I hope it gets funded, man. This one's not on a good trajectory right now, it's but I not, hope it gets funded. It's got a lot of time to go, and I think this one will end up seeing the light of day. This looks like a good time. Yeah, go check it out. Kickstarter.com. Again, the name of the game is The Five Gods of Kung Fu. But yeah, that that is going to bring us to the unfortunate close of the show. The final words. I did win the Metacritic game. Do I take the final words? I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking take about it. taking so the final words. You've heard it's your been, beautiful voice. Do it. It's been, yeah, I know. I talked so much as why I generally don't like taking the final words. <laughs> I'm the predominant voice and I just don't like that. But I, I am going to take the final words and, and I'm going to make a, uh, a request that I always make. But it's something that we really need right now because we're on the cusp of, of truly breaking out. We need <laughs> we've always needed, but we need now more than ever ratings on Apple podcasts. I, I can't stress how important it is in terms of visibility and being able to be discovered by new people. You might not think that your rating makes a difference, but it actually does. Every rating we get, you don't have to leave a written review. You literally can do a drive by, click the five stars and that's it. Takes you two seconds if you have an Apple account, three minutes if you have to make one and you don't already have one. But you literally just have to click it and then go. But each one that we get, really makes our content able to be found easier by people that might enjoy it. So we obviously have max level. You're listening to it, but we also do BG mania. It's a video game music podcast every Wednesday. We also do hit our music, a professional wrestling podcast every Thursday, Dan, myself, and sometimes special guests. Kyle also has a brand new show called the media files. Every single one of these shows needs ratings for us to be found easier. And literally all you have to do is search Level Down Games in Apple Podcasts and all of our stuff will pop up. If you do that, drive by, quick five stars on all those, you're done. Takes you two seconds. If you could do that, please, we would greatly appreciate it. We're trying to get like our family members to help. We're trying to get our friends to help. And honestly, if you're listening to this show, we consider you a friend, which is why I'm telling you now. Like, we want you in the Discord because we want to interact with you, but we need your help in terms of getting exposure. And like I said, we're really on the cusp. We're so close. We just need that help. So if you can, and if you haven't done so yet, just go give us a quick rating on all of our shows and uh kyle will buy you lunch you know what how about that how about that i i will i will if we can get 20 reviews <laughs> i was just kidding <laughs> no not, not 20 new not 20 new reviews 20 total between bg mania it's gotta be 20 level. new it's gotta be 20 new don't just give them that's an easy thing is it easy yeah no probably not we haven't gotten 20 total in three years i was about to say so <laughs> okay how about this how about this we have enough listeners we BG have enough mania listeners. is the closest bg mania is at like 19 it's literally like one off or something like that okay okay so 20 new how about that 20 new reviews across 
between BG Mania, Max Level, Media Files, Hit Our Music. If we can get 20 new reviews, and we've got thousands of listeners to this show. We do. Thousands Which is of insane. You. We do. I, All will of, buy, yeah. I will buy one of you lunch. You can choose the lunch. I will buy it for you. I was kidding. You don't have to do that. No, 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 no. I, I know I don't have to do it, right? Well, no. Somebody, I, I mean, it's I very will buy easy somebody to lunch. do. I will I buy mean, somebody lunch. Hell, some Twitch streamers have it set up where you can click on it and have them freaking order a pizza to deliver to their house. Oh, yeah, that's I true. Will, <laughs> I will deliver a pizza to your house. Whoa. Not hand deliver. Not hand deliver. <laughs> Just, I was going to say, what, we, if, we what got, if they're like across the country? Yeah, we got some listeners COVID, over Kyle. in England and stuff. COVID. Yeah. COVID. We got some listeners in, in England, but like, I, I'd love to go to England. Gosh, that'd be nice. I Listen, got family over there, man. 20 new reviews across across all of our shows. Media Files, Hit Our Music, Max Level, uh, BG Mania. 20 new reviews for each of them. We will get, you will get, somebody, one of you, will get a pizza delivered to your house. I'm going to leave a special thank you note with the delivery, with the delivery guy. I'll, I'll tip him to sing you a song. Whatever it takes. <laughs> Whatever it takes. That's what we'll do. One of you, one of you will get a pizza delivered to your house. Bada bing, bada boom. That's it. I like it. I like it. With, with a, with a barbershop quartet style delivery. Maybe not. We unless, wanna unless, thank you, wanna thank you for Unless the delivery driver is willing to do it. And then maybe you will get a, maybe a solo will. Maybe barber, barbershop quartet. <laughs> Uh, if you do want to take advantage of that and you are going to leave us a review on uh, Apple Podcasts, make sure you just let us know. So that way we're, we can actually, you know, randomly pick a winner. <laughs> yeah, so, some of y'all got some crazy names on Apple Podcasts. I don't know who you yeah, people are. So, so. We, so you have to actually let us know who you are. Uh, you can do so by reaching out to us in the Discord. If you're not in the Discord, there's a link in the show files. Jump in there. There's a lot of us in there, obviously, interacting every single day. Uh, you can just jump in the channel there and tell us you left us a review and then feel free to stick around and talk to us. Uh, or any other type of social media works or of course Brian at leveldowngames.com Max at leveldowngames.com um, the media files at leveldowngames.com goes right to Kyle so <laughs> a lot of ways to reach out to us a lot of ways but that is going to do it for this week we want to thank you for sticking with us and listening to another episode of Max Level made possible by leveldowngames.com regardless of the podcast service you're listening through be sure to show your support by leaving a rating and a review especially if you're listening through Apple Podcasts like we just talked about but also grateful if you can drop an over to your channel that's youtube.com forward slash leveldowngames and subscribe to us there and if you haven't already while you're at it hit up twitch.tv forward slash level on games and click that follow button as the uh sound of the gods rumble above me dan you're also on twitch uh where can they find you they can find me at twitch.tv forward slash crazed 11 k-r-a-i-z-d-1-1 uh should be wrapping up become detroit become human here uh, hopefully the next stream you're gonna have to update your title dan you keep saying max level game number 12 since you pulled a frank and ch- oh, chose yeah, to do mario call. party you gotta update it to dinner. It's kidding. You got to update Number it for 13, 13. now. Well, and I'll do Last of Us, I'll be doing that next Friday, probably Friday night. I'll be streaming Last of Us 2. So, yeah, a lot of big things coming down. I'll be uh, Horizon, uh, be doing that soon, too. I will be further in that game than you at that point, so I can see your reaction to the beginning of the game. <laughs> yeah, well, that's yeah, that's my concern with Last of Us 2, right? Is I know a lot of people won't, you know, because of spoilers, and I get it. You should it. still stream it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> but, stream it. Yeah, yep, stream doesn't it. matter. Stalking us on social media is perfectly acceptable. Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook would be the place to do so. Check that description box for the appropriate links, and in that description box you will find a link to that aforementioned Discord server. Click it, join it, and interact with us. Until next week, keep gaining experience until you reach max. Max. max, max, max level, level, baby. Oh my god.
far as I got, Sean. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to tap out. My smoker's lungs can't handle it. <gasps> and I don't even smoke cigarettes. It's just weed. <laughs> yeah, Sean, Sean killed it last week, man. Sean yeah, killed man. it last week, man. We tried. We tried. tried. We tried. Yeah, we tried to keep you alive. Well, let's not make this a new bit. People are going to tune out way before <laughs> the end if we keep doing this. <laughs>